Welcome back to another Sunday Success with Be Feed Me. Today we have a off-season episode because technically mangoes are grown all year round in the United States, so I don't have to worry about getting them in their prime. I know that they are technically in their prime between June and July. However, it finally got a little warmer out and I just really wanted some tacos. And today is going to be a super healthy vegan version of tacos, a quinoa taco meat. I've also had a ton of requests for mango sticky rice, so I'm going to put out a version of my mango sticky rice. I know that I've mentioned back in the day, I worked at a Thai restaurant called the Pandan Fusion Lounge, and my chef Jay had one of the best sticky rices I had ever eaten, and this is my attempt to recreate that. So in addition to our taco meat, going back to our bulk ingredient, we're also going to do a mango avocado salsa. For our hydration station, we're going to do a mango lime. You can have this sparkling or flat, whichever you prefer. And then for our breakfast of champions, we're going to do smoothie ice cubes again because I have a bunch of leftover things in my freezer and I'll have a little extra coconut milk from the sticky rice so I can incorporate it all together. My mango sticky rice is going to take me the longest, so I'm going to start there. And I'm gonna use the leftovers throughout chopping in this episode to make my hydration station. So just have a glass of water and don't worry. I love mango, I love lime, and when I'm making infused waters, I'll just take the skins of both, of whatever's left over of that fruit, and just throw it in water and let it soak, and it's delightful. So hydration station is just gonna have to wait. This is all good things take time. We're gonna start by just going through the ingredients. You're gonna need a cup and a half of jasmine rice or sweet rice. You want something that's going to give in its starches that sticky texture. Um, sushi rice is definitely something you can use for this as a cheat. And we're also gonna need one can of coconut milk. I'm gonna use a third of a cup of coconut sugar. I like it when I'm cooking with things. I feel like I'm being a little healthier and I like that it gives kind of like a caramel taste to it. I'm also gonna use a teaspoon of salt to help cut out the sweetness. We're gonna take one large mango and I wanna get at least 20 pieces out of it. We're gonna talk about how to cut up that mango. And I'm also going to use the zest of one lime. First, we want to clean off our rice and then we are going to let it sit overnight. The longer that you let this sit, the better. If you don't want your rice to sit overnight, please let it rest for at least an hour in the water but first thing we want to do is clean it off. So take your cup and a half of rice and rinse it three times or as many times as you need to to get clear water out of your rice. Once we get there, I like to use four cups of water, cover it. I'm going to wait overnight. If you'd like, you could just do the two hours, but the longer you go, the better. Trust me. Now that my rice is clean, it's the next day, I've let it soak overnight. I'm going to drain it into a cheesecloth. If you don't have a cheesecloth, you can use a sheath or a mesh strainer. You don't want to use your normal colander because we don't want to lose any rice. But I like using cheesecloth, so this is what I have. I'm going to rinse off my rice and then I am going to steam it. So I'm going to take a large pot, put about four cups of water. I'll put a small colander on the bottom so that my rice won't touch the bottom of the pot. And I'm going to let it steam for about 30 to 40 minutes. I'm going to check on it in 30 minutes. And if it needs an additional 10 minutes to keep going, I'll let it. But usually I only take about 30, 35. But everybody's stovetop is different. Remember, please take your time. Learn your heats in your kitchen. 
So while my rice is steaming, I am going to get started on my sticky, another sticky sweet component to this dish, which is the coconut milk. Um, I'm going to take the entire can and I'm going to heat it up over a medium-low heat. I don't need it to get too hot. I do want it all to come together. Once the fat has melted and incorporated into the liquid, I'm going to remove of a third of a cup right now. And that's what I'm going to use for my smoothie ice cubes later. I just don't need all of this fat and it's too much liquid for all of my sticky rice or that's just what I find. And when my boss Jay would make it, his was a really sticky kind of rice. Like it didn't have a lot of sauce to it. It was just sticky sweetness and I am really trying to recreate that so we don't want to use too much liquid and that's why I'm taking out a third of a cup moving on my coconut milk has come together I have removed a third of a cup and just placed it right into my blender so I can make my smoothie ice cubes of everything I have left over that I need to get rid of and I'm now adding the third of a cup of sugar into the coconut milk with the fourth of a teaspoon of salt and you want to do this not just to get like that salty caramel flavor but we want to cut through the fattiness so it will rest easily on our palate after it all comes together this is where I will take it off the heat and if you'd like sometimes if I feel so savvy this is where I'll add in some of my lime zest and I'll just zest it from the fruit right into my sauce once my rice is ready to go I am going to put it into the um, pan with my sauce and just mix it all together. The next thing we are going to do to finish off our mango sticky rice and then we'll move on to our smoothie and to our taco life is we're going to cut up our mango which is currently missing from our mango sticky rice. We could have done this the night before when we were soaking the rice just so that we wouldn't have to think about it in this moment but I forgot to do that so we're going to walk through how to cut the mango. I've seen some really interesting ways of people cutting mangoes and again I have to thank friends that showed me how to do this because you know I wouldn't have known just randomly how to I wouldn't have understood the size of the pit that is in the mango um, compared to like you know other stone fruits that I would have immediately thought of when I first was introduced to mango but here we are and we're gonna cut up a mango so you're gonna want to have a knife that you feel comfortable with a cutting board and your mango I like to find the pit first, so if you want to make an X on the top and just go straight down so you know where it is, that just gives me an idea and it can make it easier for your cuts later to get the mango away from its flesh. So I have the X on top. I am going to now slice down where I know that the pit is and try not to cut it onto the fruit. I'll get the two big halves on the side and then I'll cut around to cut the pit off. A trick that I'll do to not take all of the fruit off the pit is I'll use it for the hydration station and I'm just going to chuck it into the water. It's always the toughest part to get off the mango. I always end up finding myself just like eating it like a candy. So I have cut off as much of it as I possibly can and then I'm going to throw the rest of the pit in the water and not feel bad about it. For the pieces of flesh that are still attached to the skin, I'm then going to carve them out similar to how you would with melons and since it's flexible I can cut it around on the areas that had the X's I'll cut those in half so that I can get um, cleaner sides I will put up a video this week for you guys to watch me cut a mango but again there's lots of references on YouTube and all over the internet please be careful when playing with knives for the purposes of our dessert, make sure these are really tiny pieces just so that there's more mango that you get to eat. 
and you just put it all over the top. Now we're going to move on to our smoothie ice cubes and then we're going to get into our tacos. The blender's all ready to go. I've put a third of a cup of coconut milk. I have a cup of blueberries that were going bad, so I just threw them into the freezer so I could save them. I got that tip for Science by Ashley. She's this adorable little influencer that's an environmentalist after my own heart, and she has lots of great tips to have you cooking more successfully and more mindfully in the kitchen. Definitely give her a look. She's all over the internet, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, you can go find her. So I have a cup of blueberries. I also have a couple pieces of frozen banana, and I have about two cups of spinach or what looks like two cups of spinach from a frozen bag. I'm going to blend them all together, add a little bit of water, and then put them on ice trays and freeze them. And then when I want to make a smoothie, I'll just put the ice cubes into a blender with yogurt or a milk of my choice, any kind of powders you'd like, and you're ready to go for the week. Now that I have my dessert that won't hurt and a breakfast that is ready to rock and roll, I definitely am just bored of drinking regular water. So I'm going to get started on my mango salsa so I can keep adding things to this mango hydration station I've created. So for my mango 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 salsa i am going to need one mango one avocado i'm going to take a fourth of a cup of minced red onion two juices two limes and the juice of those limes so i have one lime that i've zested already from my mango sticky rice and i have another lime that i'm going to add in and you have this option of adding a tablespoon of salsa i sometimes like to do that to add a little more extra bulk or just more color to it, more flavor. Another thing I like doing, it's a tip I got from Champagne Nutrition. She'll make overnight oats in leftover peanut butter containers. So I started thinking, what other leftover containers could I use? So now I make my own salsas in leftover salsa containers. So I did this the other day with a friend, and I thought it was so fantastic. So I had a habanero mango salsa container with like maybe a tablespoon and a half of salsa left in it like not enough to even justify the serving of a chip but enough that it could go on a little further so this is how I made that salsa I took the fourth of a cup of onion and the juices of two limes and threw it right into the bottom and just let it sit for a second so the limes could cook up the red onion a little bit and just help break them down then I added in the mango and I shook it all together in the jar with it closed. And then I didn't put the salsa, or excuse me, put the avocado into the salsa until I was ready to serve it just because I didn't want the avocado to get too mushy in the jar. I like it when they're a little more firm. So we waited till the end there. Shook it all together and added some cilantro, salt, and pepper if you'd like to, and just let it sit, and we can get working on our quinoa taco meat. And now we are going to make our quinoa taco meat. I love this quinoa taco meat so much. I push it on everyone I know. I love quinoa, so it made it an easy pitch for myself. I will warn you, full disclosure, not everyone loves this recipe. I made it for like my first big retreat, and it was such a mixed review. I was kind of shocked because I thought everyone would love it as much as I did, and they didn't. And that's okay. You know, different folks, different strokes. There's enough for everyone, and we got to try everything. But 
the majority of my clients in New Jersey love it. I love it. I remember the first time I ate it, I ate an entire baking sheet. My best friend Jessie made it for me, and she will stand by this story. It's true. I ate it all in one night. It was a lot of quinoa in one night. So for tonight's episode, we're only going to do a cup's worth of quinoa, but if you would like to do it as a bigger portion, you can just double this or even triple this recipe and it'll work just fine. So what you're going to need is one cup of quinoa. I'm going to use a tablespoon of grapeseed oil, a cup and a half of veggie stock, a a taco seasoning of your choice. I'm going to be using Trader Joe's taco seasoning. I'll be using about two tablespoons worth of it, half a cup of salsa, and I will need a large saute pan and a baking sheet to bake this off with. So to get started, I'm gonna bring the baking, or not the baking sheet, the saute pan to a medium, medium high heat. I've done the water test to make sure my pan is hot enough and then I'm gonna add my cup of quinoa and I'm gonna let it toast for about two to three minutes. After it finishes the two to three minutes, I'm gonna add a tablespoon or two, whichever you'd like to do, of my grapeseed oil and two tablespoons of my taco seasoning and make sure that gets all nice and incorporated. And this is a little bit of a blooming process for this spice. So we're gonna let it toast for another two minutes. And since we added some fat with the cooking oil, it won't burn anything. Then I'm going to add my cup and a half of veggie stock and it's going to cook everything together Once the liquid cooks down, I'm going to kill the heat and add half a cup of salsa of your choice. You want most of the liquid to be out of the quinoa so that the salsa has become the new bulk of the liquid. The quinoa is going to soak that up as well. My oven has been preheated to 350 degrees and with my finished product of the quinoa with the salsa, I'm going to spread it out on a baking sheet. I'm going to cook it for 15 minutes and then I'm going to flip it and cook it for another 15 to 18 minutes because I like it a little crunchier. Once it's done, we can start building our taco. So one of the greatest taco secrets I have, I learned in quarantine. The Epi Curious channel on YouTube saved me through quarantine. I have watched so many of their episodes and there's so many more. There's so many different kinds of channels you can go down for cooking. And I am still obsessed with the four levels of cooking that they'll show where they'll do a beginner, intermediate, professional chef, and a food scientist to explain it all. I watched the burrito episode and the master chef there did this melting of the cheese, put the tortilla on top, and then filled his burrito with all of its delicious goodness. Please give this a shot. It does also work with vegan cheese. As you can see for my first reel on Instagram, I used a spatula to flip it over. If you want to do this technique with vegan cheese, you're going to need the spatula because I haven't been able to get it to all come off. If you decide to use dairy cheese, it'll just come right up without the spatula. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you'll give mango quinoa tacos a try. And of course, you got to add a little more cheese because cheese and tacos is just wonderful. I'll catch you next week for another Sunday success.